Once you open your mind, there is no turning back. The path to building superior intelligence requires us to unlock the most fundamental secrets of the universe. You are on the verge of having the life most people can't even imagine. Welcome to the Joel Said Podcast. In this podcast, we decode life and hack success with the help of neuroscience, cognitive psychology, and cutting-edge research that you can apply to your daily life. This is episode one, where we talk about six activities to optimize your brain for success in your daily life. I am your host, Jess. Without wasting any time, let's do this. Success is directly related to how we think, how we act, and how we perform. Today, we will talk about six strategies to enhance your cognitive function and the research backing these six strategies. Number one is based on your protein, omega, and vitamin D intake. Some facts for you. All cell activity is supported by enzymes which are made up of proteins. Brain cells can multiply by increasing protein and healthy saturated fats such as omegas. Hormones are proteins and therefore hormone balance is dependent upon proper protein balance. Proteins help reduce fatigue and blood pressure. Vitamin D has been shown to enhance mood and focus. Ideal protein intake is divide your body weight in pounds by 2.2, then multiply that number by 0.8. This is an ideal protein intake for just a regular person. If you are an athlete or a bodybuilder, a better idea might be 1 gram of protein per 1 pound of body weight. Another great supplement to take is L-leucine, which is an amino acid, and the recommended dosage is 10 milligrams to 20 milligrams a day. Omega-3 intake should be roughly 3 grams to 6 grams a day, and it should be high in EPA and DHA, and vitamin D intake should be roughly 2,000 ICUs. The second hack is reading. Research conducted at Emory University on short and long-term effects of a novel on the connectivity in the brain. According to this research, MRI scans of the subjects were conducted for 19 days. The first five days of the scans were the baseline. The next nine days were the scans of participants after they had read one-ninth of the novel, and the last five days of scans of the brain were after finishing the novel. The conclusion of the study was that the effect of reading was significant during the nine-day reading scans, which strengthened the language processing regions, but also affected the individual through embodied semantics. You're probably wondering what embodied semantics were. I know I was when I was writing this. So embodied semantics are the hubs where the meaning of the word is tied with the sensory motor processing unit associated with the word meaning. In simple terms, you build more neural pathways that in turn makes your brain more efficient at tasks like critical thinking, verbal fluency, 
and memory. Now to put this into practice. You can either buy a Kindle, borrow a book from the library, subscribe to an online magazine subscription service. Read anything. It helps with your cognitive function. Anything such as comic books, fiction novels, non-fiction novels, magazines, anything helps. The third one is meditate. And I'm sure we've all heard that we should meditate. But we are actually going to provide you with some research as to why meditation is beneficial for our brains. One of the most interesting studies in the last few years carried out at Yale University found that mindfulness meditation decreases activity in the default mode network or the DMN. That's the brain's network responsible for mind wandering. Since mind-wandering is associated with being less happy because it tends to worry people about the past and the future, several studies have shown that meditation, through its quieting effect on the DMN, appears to do just this. It makes people more happy. And even when the mind does start to wander, because of the new connections, meditators are better at snapping back out of it. Mindfulness involves being aware of your moment-to-moment thoughts. There's ample evidence for its beneficial effects for a number of cognitive domains, including attention, executive function, conflict, monitoring, and creativity. You can start meditating initially five minutes daily. Download Beethoven, Mozart, or any other classical music, either from Google or the Apple Store. Or try using a free app or website such as Digitally Imported and listen to their ambient music. These nice rhythmic tones really help your brain relax and get into that meditative state. Our fourth strategy is video games. Research conducted at the University of Rochester in 2010 reveals that playing video games provide psychological benefits like autonomy, the belief that one has control over his or her own actions and decisions, competence, the belief that one has the level of skill necessary to achieve goals, and relatedness the feeling that one is socially connected with other human beings. In the cognitive domain, video games have become an effective means of fighting off the cognitive decline seen with normal aging and potentially even of reducing the probability of Alzheimer's. Who would have thought that playing video games actually helps your brain with aging? Also, Action video games can improve abilities such as information processing and sustained attention. Furthermore, a group of 60 to 85-year-olds improved on measures of multitasking and cognitive control, benefits that persisted for at least six months following training. In addition to the cognitive improvements following the video game training, elderly participants also had a better self-concept an enhanced quality of life. So go ahead and start playing action games like Gears of War and Call of Duty. Or if you're more like me and like the racing games, try Need for Speed. Number five is exercising regularly. According to the ongoing research at the University of British Columbia, researchers found that regular aerobic exercise, 
the kind that gets your heart rate pumping, appears to boost the size of the hippocampus, the brain area involved in verbal memory and learning. Another study conducted by a team in Ireland concluded that individuals who exercised were better at recalling information than ones who did not. They found in their study that individuals who had exercised showed significantly higher levels of a protein known as brain-derived neurotropic factor, or BDNF for short, in their bloodstream. BDNF is known to promote the health of nerve cells. The cells in our brain absorb this protein, which leads to increased memory and focus. So initially, you can start with aerobic exercises such as plyometrics, high-intensity workouts, or try going running for 20 minutes. Anything will help that gets your heart pumping and you sweating. Number six is learning a new language. The Penn State team decided to observe the brain activity of native English speakers as they went through the process of learning Mandarin. They gathered 39 volunteers of varying ages and scanned their brains over a six-week period as half of them took part in language lessons and the other half acted as control subjects. The participants were put through two functional magnetic resonance imaging scans, one before the experiment began and then another one after six weeks, and the team observed the physical changes that occurred. Second language experience-induced brain changes, including increased gray matter density and white matter integrity. This was found in children, young adults, and the elderly. This can occur rapidly with short-term language learning or training. Research shows that learning a language can change the structure of our brain. It's one of the best brain hacks for long-term brain health and for everyday quality of life. Learning a second language is now simpler than ever, and it can be done by simply downloading an app like Duolingo on your smartphone. I'm just going to summarize our six strategies that we discussed to optimize your brain for success. Number one was your protein, omega, and vitamin D intake. The second was reading. The third was meditating. The fourth was video games. The fifth was regularly exercising, and the sixth was learning a new language. Thanks for tuning in. Please head over to www.jolsid.com slash podcast to download the show notes and detailed research along with the resources discussed in today's episode for your future reference. If you like today's podcast and found value in it, go ahead and share this podcast with your friends. Leave us a review and subscribe to this podcast. It really helps us to continually bring quality content to you.